0: This is the Chillinoy Podcast. I want to get my own pot, okay?
1: I'm going to call some old college buds, Bunch of weed heads. Hit them up!
0: podcast was recorded on Sunday, June 28th, around noon. I'm Justine from Canna Queens.
1: And I am Cole Preston from the Chilanoi podcast. I need to figure out a better introduction than that. <laughs> um, but uh, we're, we're actually doing our first video podcast today. So if you check out our YouTube channel or our Instagram profile, which is at Chilanoi podcast, um, you can view the video version of this podcast. But Justine, why don't you introduce uh, who we're joined with today?
0: Yeah, so today I am super, super excited. Um, we are being joined by Jack-Jack of the High Chick Society. Um, this is a group that is, they're kind of out of Chicago. They do different live events. Um, they offer products. They've got a whole membership thing going on, but we're going to get more into that later. I'm going to let Jack-Jack just explain it all for herself. Um but I have been a fan of theirs for a couple years now. I've been following them on Instagram. I went to one of their events. It was awesome. Such a good time. So uh, forgive me if I end up super fangirling out during this podcast. I'm just so excited. So without further ado, hello, Jack-Jack. Hi. <laughs> back with, you know, Back with our life. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, let's dive right in. Tell us about yourself. Well, I'm Jack Jack, the
2: owner, um, slash CEO, slash HR department, slash, like, you know, sales rep, slash janitor, (laughs) slash whatever the fuck I do. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, High Chick Society is my baby. I've been in business since 2016. And... Oddly enough, it High Chick Society started in Atlanta, because I lived in Atlanta during the time that I started it, and oh, wow. um, that's really kind of the birthplace of, you know, my idea, like the basis for High Chick Society, it all started there, and it transitioned into what it is now, because what it started out to be, what I intended it to be, is not what it is. <laughs>
0: That's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yes. I was gonna say.
1: Gross. I was gonna <laughs> say. So, um, how did you get your name, Jack Jack? That's a cool. That's a really cool name. Sorry to our Instagram Live people. I just dropped them.
2: <laughs> oh, you dropped IG. <laughs> 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 it's been Having like server issues anyway. It's okay to drop it every once in a while. But no. So Jack Jack came from the movie incredible, um I was more excited than my kids because my kids just like, oh, it's another movie. And I'm like, dude, this like part two was like 10 years in the making. You were probably like not even thought of at the time. So you don't even understand <laughs> it. was was freaking commercial excitement, right? So I went to see the movie with my kids who fell asleep. Meanwhile, I'm just like fist in the chair looking at everything. And when I realized, I mean, they kind of showed you at the end of the first Incredibles that Jack-Jack was like, kind of like badass but then they showed in the second one that he's like no for real badass like he can <laughs> really do anything and he's sweet and he loves food that's me I <laughs> i'm sweet and i love food and i will burn your ass if you fuck with me
0: fair enough fair I enough i love
2: it it was just so yeah
0: um, so you talked about high chick society starting in Atlanta. Um, so how did it all come about?
2: So I get this question all the time. And it's a great question because it's an interesting story. So I was working for a restaurant and I was making great money. I was probably making like 2400 every two weeks. So I was doing pretty well. But with that came um, like time that I had to sacrifice away from my kids. And I was working literally from the time I got up until like 11 o'clock at night, going home, being like a ghost in the night with my kid just to, you know, do it all again the next day. And though I was financially great, I was like internally miserable because by nature, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I've always been an entrepreneur of sorts. This is not my first business. This is just the one that has been like the most successful and the most relatable. But um, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, so I was just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I quit. And so I quit. <laughs> and I was like buying so much weed, like ridiculous amounts of weed. And I wasn't even like dealing drugs. I was consuming them. So I I don't even know like what the hell my problem was, but I was just <laughs> living life and Spending so much money on my WeMet. And when I sat down one day. And I literally went through my account. And I'm like. This guy has gotten. So much money. I want a refund check. Like I would <laughs> like to file my taxes. On these So I can get my money back. So then I was like. You know what. How can I incorporate. incorporate The thing that I love the most. Which is candidates. And get you know a return out of it. So then I came up with this, like, random name, High Chick Society. I'm going to just create this, like, weird stoner girl brand. And it started off as, like, just different kind of lighters. They were different theme, Like, they didn't even look like what they look like now. Like, the whole vision for my brand changed. And it started picking up. And then I started noticing that girls exclusively were really buying my product. So then I said, okay, well, I'm just going to focus. Because it was kind of unisex. It was open for everyone. But... Most, mm-hmm. mostly targeted to marketing to females. But then I said, well, I'm just going to be exclusively to females. And that was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest thing ever. And it wasn't intended to be such like a, a sanctuary for girls. It just happened from, by happenstance, like with these all-girl parties, I would have girls like literally beat in me saying, you know, how safe they feel. Um, a lot of girls have gone through like some really up up experiences with guys and being in the same sense, like space with guys, True. especially being vulnerable because yeah, when you're high, you know, you don't think of yourself as being vulnerable, but you are. You're not technically in your 100% lucid state of mind. Like, you're high. So, you know, there is a level of vulner- vulnerability that comes with that and women are just so comfortable because we can go to a party, like if we go to a party and it's like co-ed, we're we're not as free as if we would be with just women. And that means a lot to me. The impact that I've had on my followers a lot to me. And so that's why we keep it exclusive and why I have no problem telling guys, fuck you, you can't be part. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love when guys complain and they get so mad. You're sexist. You're yeah, so at we've been called a sexist weak cult, and I love it. I'm getting t shirts made that says sexist weak cult. So we fucking are. <laughs> we are. Like, and I don't care. It's, You know, guys have everything. Like, everything is marketed, you know, to you guys, and we just needed something for us. Like, yeah. girls want to feel cute when they smoke. You we we don't want to feel like old men. You know, we want to be cute. <laughs> we want to be fancy. We want to, you know, just, it's just
0: an appeal a and type of like, you know, blah, blah, boo that comes with
2: being with High Chick. You know, guys don't give blah, blah, boo, you guys just give back. So. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I think that with the, the name that you chose, I mean, it, it definitely, um, as a woman, it's, it's something that, like, your shirt that you've got on, your High Chick Society shirt is something that I would proudly rep and be like, yeah, I'm part of this club and you can't be in it. Like, it's just (laughs) me. Yeah, And can I set
2: the record straight because I
0: get this
2: question all the time. It is high chick society, but it is spelled high chic society because we're chic, but we are high chicks. So it's like double entendre there kind of sort of. Um, but I I get that question a lot, and then I I have guys who are always like chick, and then they spell it with a K, and I'm like, Ugh, this is why you're not a part of this shit because you can't get it right.
1: Hey, I did that just when I was posting the promotional post. So did that's you? Why I'm not a, I did it. See? I did, did it.
2: See, that's why you can't come in the club. That's why you that's, can't come in. Hey, I, the
1: get it. It. I get it. I get it. If I can't even spell it right, I you know I don't, have, don't have any belong. place. I don't have any place to be in there. Yeah. But
2: I get it all the time, and I wanna. Publicly set the record straight and say that it is pronounced high chick society. Just felt cheap because
0: we are classy. Yes, yeah, and listen. the branding, yeah. the
1: branding really instills that classiness. I love it. It, it feels like luxury. So, yeah. um, how long have you been doing this, and how many events have you done? Do you, I know you've done it. a lot.
2: I've been doing it since 2016, and surprisingly, we haven't curated that many events. We, we can probably count on one hand how many events we've curated ourselves, um, the first one being Girls on Drugs, and that's an interesting story because that kind of happened within two weeks, like, my friend and I had gone to our first vendor event. And it was so great. And we were like, dude, we gotta have like an all-girl stoner party. And she was like, Hell yeah, what do you need to do? And legit, in two weeks we had vendors, a venue, and a party. And we had about sixty something people at our first event, which um for the for the venue like was perceived be like a large amount because it was a small amount or a small venue, but there was so many people there it was only mm-hmm. 60 but it looked like so many people so that kind of gave me like to go ahead to like do more and that actually happened at a shitty time in my life because if anyone had ever gone to girls on drugs the first one you would have never known that I was like going through some like crap like I couldn't even celebrate the success of Girls on Drugs because I was literally going through, like, some personal stuff. Like, as soon as everyone was gone and, like, I was sitting there and we were cleaning up, I was just sitting on the table and I was just so sad. And my, my partner was like, what are you? What? We just had a successful ass, nothing went, like, right. what are you? And I just couldn't, like, appreciate it. I I just felt like there was more that I could have done or I could have done this. Like, it was just a really bad time in my life. And I'm open because, um, you know, with mental health awareness being a thing right now, I'm open and free enough to say, like, literally two days after that, I tried to commit suicide after that event. After that successful last event, like, I was just like, I couldn't even appreciate it. So I, I went through that whole thing and got out of, you know, whatever depression I was going through. And I told myself, like, I wouldn't give up for, like, the girls who were, like, Telling me, oh, this was such a great event, and the girls were like, oh, we love your brand, and you know, it was, and that was just the beginning. So I, um, that was really eye-opening for me. That that one event, my first event, was like, like I'll never forget it because it was just so impactful and meaningful in like so many different ways. So after we did that, um, I believe our next one may have been like Girls on Drugs, the first one. Which, oh wait, no, that was Girls on Drugs. The next one we did was, um, I think we did Breakfast Club, which is, like, super awesome, where we have, like, an infused cereal bar and a bunch of different cereals come in, and that kind of co-ed sometimes when we feel like it's so, you know, cool. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) If you spell our name right, maybe. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: But yeah, Girls on Drugs and Milk and Cookies are our biggest events, and we plan to do those um, annually, creating a series of events for ourselves.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, you know, I appreciate you being really open about struggles with mental health because, you know, I, I completely understand that. I, even when, um, you know, once Cole brought me onto the podcast and we started doing really well, I still even now struggle with feelings of like, man, is this worth it? Like, are we doing anything here? Is it actually going to make a difference? And, you know, should we just close up shop and move on? Do I even need to be, need to be a part of this? But then, you know, I wouldn't have the opportunity to speak with other women in the industry like you and get some inspiration. So that's that's really good to know that um, yeah. even successful people have their moments, you know?
2: Seriously, like, people, I'm so known now, especially with me doing, like, with Cheryl and, you know, the comedy thing, like, people just think that I don't, like, ever like, crack. I right. feel like people just think that, like, this personality is like 24-7 and for the most part it is but there are moments where like I'm overwhelmed with it because it's expanding and it's literally just me like I have you know the cigar girls to you know assist me when I do events but as far as like behind the scenes the admin stuff the creative stuff like all of that is just me and it's very overwhelming it's very very overwhelming, and I I'm in a position now where I need to expand. I need to hire help, but I'm also like I'm a perfectionist, and this is like my kid, and so it's like if you don't handle my kid right, like the first time, I'm not interested in giving right. you another chance. Like, right, right, right. And I know that's not fair. I know it's not fair, but it's I'm so protective over it because I it has to be handled delicately with and with care because it has the potential seriously be like huge. And we're like right there. Like I can feel it. I was just telling my friend, like I, for the past two weeks, there's been like a strong, like sense of like a transition, like a shift in my atmosphere, like something major is happening. I believe a lot. And when my hand itches, Um, that means I'm getting money and it's never failed me. Every time my hand itches, either hand, I've gotten money rather. It was um, from your wonderful orange haired president giving me a stimulus like it's just always like a little like like something's coming money's coming and it's never failed and so my hands have been itching like crazy you know I did apply for the little grant so maybe that's what it is you know but they've been itching like crazy and I just keep feeling like something's about to happen something major is about to happen so I'm like being still um which is something that I practice in meditation I always you know to be mindful and being present and in the moment and just allowing things to happen and come as they may. So I just think that's something like random. Yeah.
0: So I can't
2: trust it with that. Yeah. Um,
0: so then with your events, gaining so many followers and gaining so much success, what would you say that you contribute that mostly to?
2: Um, to be honest with you, I've gone through Cigar Girls, um, managing women is, uh, challenging. Yeah, it basically. can be. <laughs> yeah, it's a little challenging, but I won't take away from the fact that those girls, every single girl who has come and gone through high school society has contributed in some form or fashion, majorly. Um, and they were at my... In my life, at a time where I couldn't afford to pay them, and they were dedicating hours of their time to this business that they were just excited to see grow. And so, um, I contribute the success of those events majorly to them and their promotion, and then also just you know the brand itself is creating a name. And so, I think that that just kind of you know when you put High Society on like, oh, I think is going to be there? Cool. You know what I mean? So we're getting.
0: We're, we're getting. getting up. There. We're trying. Nice. 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 Um, so you talked earlier about the lighters, and that's something that I definitely wanted to comment on that I have seen you guys go from making just, you know, custom lighters and rolling trays that you sell at your events to, uh, just the other day you posted jerseys that you guys are making and you kind of teased a whole merchandise line in the making. Um, yeah, uh-huh. you got the face mask, you got socks, you got, got all kinds of stuff. Um, what if you could, and no dream is too big. If you could have anything in your merch line, or if you had like a vision for what your merch line would look like, what would be your ultimate dream? What I'm aiming
2: for is literally head-to-toe culture society, like, everything. I want merchandise, clothing that, you know, um, promote, you know, buying from women, um, buy weed from women and, you know, uh, supporting women in the business. And I, I'm, like, totally dedicated to putting that classroom everywhere. Right. Um, I'm really big on accessories for, um getting into bath sets, which we haven't announced into now. Right. We're doing bath sets. So yeah, okay. well, the shower curtains, like matching rugs and things like that. Like, I just want high chick society. Everything. Because, you know, I, as a girl, I just think of myself as a consumer. That's really how I structure my brand. I literally sit down and say, what do I want right now as a female woman that I don't have? And then I look it up on the internet and I figure a way to make it look and awesome. And then I give it to you back. So um, it's really just about putting myself in, in the shoes of the consumer and the consumer and just giving that. So I want everything, like, but more so, um, you know, accessories like papers and le- like everything smoking wise. We want like I want to eventually transition into getting our own bongs and types and i I'm very traditional. I I'm a beef to blunt kind of girl or flower to leaf kind of girl. I don't do bongs and all those gizmos and gadgets. I don't fucking have time for that. And then the assembly required is really annoying. So <laughs> I I don't really get into all of that. You say you say
0: assembly required is annoying as you're rolling your own backwoods. Well you know that because it's like this is easy. So it's like a bong. There's like pieces and they're like
2: gizmos and gadgets. And they're like, like things that go in things and you gotta spin things and like it's weird. I don't why. Like by the time you've done that, I've smoked two of these. I don't wanna do that. I, I'm like, give me two seconds. I'm gonna get a light. <laughs>
1: I've got a funny story to tell when she comes back. About yeah. that. Very spark Instagram Live. When she comes back, I'm going to have her show some of. Hey, uh, I was going to say it, for uh, our Instagram Live people, yeah, I want to show them your guys's uh, stuff here. I, obviously, check them out on Instagram too. Tell us your Instagram handle.
2: It is High Chic Society. These are some of our lighters, or one of them. Um, it's High Chic. Society and the spelling, but it is pronounced <laughs> <laughs> in case there are any fellas out there who might be in a little bit of a confusion. But we have these. Um, I will also promote my wife's brand, Pish Creeps. Nice, um, nice. Brand as well. You know, I'm, I'm nice when I share my spotlight.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then these are our favorite. Um, their biggest seller right now. For whatever reason, because we've had these for a while, I think just the more popular we get, the more of a demand there is for my. Like, because we've had these socks for like a while, but when we just we got like another K and followers, and now all of a sudden, it's like, sock, sock, sock. I'm like, yep. <laughs> we have these for like a little while, but yeah. these are um some of our socks if I'm holding them correctly.
1: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just a little bit. Oh, and then check my feet. <laughs> <laughs> you nice. you right? nice. too. I, my socks are high. My socks
1: Look
2: at my leg.
0: <laughs> just
1: wearing your own clothes. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah. That's you boss. I, I, I love it. I feel that. like I, I should have put.
0: I should have put a Cana Queens t-shirt on for this. I'm feeling under-dressed. Yes, girl, Marketing is everything, dress. Show them who you are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So um, what moment really made you, like, realize this is something, like, there's no turning back. You're on to something good.
2: Um, I guess going back to the testimonials from women about you know how just impactful and how comfortable they feel with us and how the brand means to them. Like I've had girls who all who send me messages like, I love it here. It's <laughs> awesome. I'm never leaving. I have <laughs> girls who not just to support because we're women, but like their local like plug, if you will, is like blocks away. But they'll travel 30, 20 minutes to me. Just to support, one, because of our customer service. We're all about providing quality products. If I won't smoke it, I won't sell it. If I won't wear it, I won't buy it. If I won't use it, I won't market it. So um, I I think just having all of these girls just tell me how much they love it and how, you know, I I constantly get people that say, like, dude, like, you can really go somewhere like this is. This right. has a lot of potential. It, that's just reassuring. So, just the, my customers, my, my fans, my people that support me, they legitimize all of
1: I wanted to return something you were saying. You were talking about bongs and gadgets and gizmos. It reminded me of a comment that my, uh, my old drug dealer made to me. He, it was along the same lines of what you were trying to say. I, I just wanted to add this to your art, you know, artillery or whatever. Uh, he was like, I'm not trying to have a science experiment. I'm just trying to smoke some weed. There it
2: is. Okay, I'm going to put that in the arsenal because that's a good one. I don't want to have a science experiment. I just want to smoke. So that is literally what it looks like. I follow one of my favorite um, people in the canon industry is Blonde Doctor Red, and she's always posting, and she's got these gizmos, and they, <laughs> she's always doing something with the little, they're fucking gizmos, and I, I, hate it, like, but I watch it because I'm at one point I'm gonna learn maybe, but or it's just more stuff to make fun about or fun. of. I don't know, but she's always using gizmos, and then I follow like a lot. It's more so guys that do it. And you guys love, like, getting as high as you possibly can. Like, <laughs> yes. however, whatever is the newest way for men to get high, you're down for it. If they put, like, acid in Keith and rolled it in some high-quality weed, you guys will fucking try it because it'll get you fucking high. If they yep, created yep. a device where you had to smoke out of an elephant tusk and it floated <laughs> into like a giraffe's ear, you would do it because it got you high. backtrack
1: <laughs> we, we get know? it. Guys like to smoke <laughs> weed <eat> a lot.
2: <laughs> right, so, uh, you know, I'm like, mm-mm, I don't have time for that. And then, too, like, <laughs> it's, even though when you pass a joint, you're still, like, touching, like, mouths and stuff for whatever uh-huh. reason, in my mind, passing a is just, like, your saliva's in there somewhere. Or like <laughs> a one like I hate the thought of passing a well, I will reject it and I don't feel bad about it. I don't care. I will not smoke, I'm not hitting it because it's just something about like your saliva being in a tube and I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> that that grosses me out. <laughs> yeah, I I'll
0: pass on those. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to go back to you had mentioned the cigar girls. Um, which by the way, if I lived up in Chicago, you would have seen my application first the first time that you were hiring. Because we would love to have you. Really, I will tell you. you I'll tell you right now, I roll a mean blunt and they are beautiful. <laughs> and I can that is actually quick. a requirement on the application. Can you roll a blunt? Oh, I should I'm get
2: gonna change a mean blunt I feel like a mean blunt and a blunt
0: calibers. Right, 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 for sure. Her blunts are uh,
1: always very mean, aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should uh,
0: but, like it. Yeah, yeah. I
1: love them, I love them. It's a blessing, it's honestly a blessing. Because I can't roll, I, I can't roll. So.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah but what is, uh, so what's the selection process? Is it just fill out an application, and then if you can roll a blunt, you're good? Or is it, I'm assuming it's more selective than that, since you're a perfectionist.
2: Yeah, so I look for girls who um are marketable in the face. Um, just that's that. Yeah. Um, so I'm, and we go for every ethnicity. We're we're like a big. So I look for all different types of girls. Um, you know, different shapes, different sizes, different ethnic backgrounds. Um, that's. That's one, You I look for girls who are of certain age. I try to have girls that are like twenty five as opposed to younger girls who like still may have school and who might have like, you know, professional ties that they might not want to associate with. So I, I consider that as well. Um, following, uh, I I prefer that you at least have a, a K or greater just because of I mean, with your marketing your marketing to like 200 people I mean not to say that it's not impactful but I prefer a bigger following right. right because I want to reach all audiences and I definitely look for girls who have their own things going on like if you for example have a podcast and you've got your own thing I would love to have you because I'm going to promote high chick's gonna promote that we're going to use high chick as a catalyst to help Push whatever you have going on. So all of the girls who I've worked with have usually had their own businesses in some form or fashion. Um, two of my cigar girls were um, rappers, and I was so happy to like be in a position when they came into my life to be able to pay for some of their video shoots and photo shoots to give back to them and pour into them. So I, I definitely look for girls who you know have more than high chick society on their plate because I don't. if, if you have a vision. And you have a dream. And if you're in a position to help catapult that,
0: just do it.
2: Let's
0: do it. Yeah, so I would not have made it if I applied that first round. But (laughs) that's, that's good to know. And I, you know, I'm not really that, I can't say that I'm shocked that your selection process is so involved and like goes so much deeper than like, can you do this? Are you pretty? All right, cool. Let's do it. Um, and the fact that you give back to your cigar girls, I think that's that's amazing, Jack Jack.
2: I have too. They do so much for me and they're the they're a big part of who we are. People when they ask us about vending, they always say, are you and the girls? Always you and the girls and I love that because they have an identity within ICH society. It's not just Jack Jack and I don't ever want it to be just about Jack Jack. I, I'm so humble and I'm all about like just empowering other women so um they're important cigar girls are very very important. yeah
1: how do you find and choose the vendors that you work with
2: um i meet them at other events when we're uh um, extended the offer to bed because i have the cigar girls. i'm able to leave my table and do other stuff networks networking that's the big okay. that's the main reason why I have cigar girls because there's so much that needs to be done at an event aside from just sitting and running the table. Like you got to be able to talk to people and network with other people, and usually that happens at the end of the night. But everyone's trying to go home and you know get their own thing you know, and leave and stuff. So you don't really have that time to really connect with someone. But if I if you're already in your working mode and then I approach you, you know, in a networking, you know, sense. You can give me that one on one conversation. You're not focused on cleaning up your table. So I love the fact that I have the girls there so that I can go network with other people, see what other people are doing. And then, too, people come to me a lot from like referrals. Like someone will say, Oh, hear about how Society. You guys are doing this. We would love to bend. We um, think, you know, we might be a good fit. And most of the time, they're not because they're
0: guys. Um,
2: <laughs> But uh, yeah, we uh, we get a lot of referrals from other people, you know, who have been to our events,
0: and, oh we need
2: this be a good look for you. So that's how we need a lot of people.
0: Interesting. So what is like your dream ultimate HCS event?
2: It's funny that you say that because I tried to curate this last year and it's because of the scale and magnitude of it no way. This, was, this wasn't going to be like one of those two week planning things. Not at all. Yeah. So I want to recreate this stock. I want to um, and I know it's kind of done I, I want something like kind of on a rolling loud kind of scale like huge um, kind of an all girl event um, with music and just like, something like that. I just want to do something on that kind of scale. And I also want to do a retreat later on during, you know, later in life where I just bring all these women together and we just do all of this, like, self-care. You have different people come in, different women talk about, you know, ways that cannabis can help you, like, physically and mentally and, you know, products that are made with cannabis. Like, just this whole, like, informational session with women, like, that's like kind of like a two day thing. That's something that I really want to work on. And then I've got like so much stuff that I'm dropping on your little podcast. I'm writing a movie. Um, a movie. I'm writing a movie. It's gonna be like 30 to 45 minute movie. Um, I, I take time out of my day every day to dedicate to this movie. And sometimes that hour is just literally me like, what the fuck am I gonna write? And I was doing that an hour. But it's still, you know, progress. So I'm writing a movie that I hope I can have out by um, maybe the end of this year because it's not a huge, huge thing. Um, it's it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And I really feel good about it.
1: We will help you promote that movie because that sounds Absolutely.
2: awesome. Yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> We'll um, have like a couple guys in the movie too. Look at
0: up. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Inclusive. Inclusive.
2: Yes, like you'll be janitor of this. Nice. Totally <laughs> yes. yeah.
0: no, kidding. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um so what do what do you got coming up? What's next on the horizon for the High Chick Society event large? So July
2: 31st, we're doing Milk and Cookies Part Two. An all girl neon party, um, mm-hmm. our first thing since COVID. Uh, fingers crossed because we've had an event canceled due to COVID. And so we're hoping that with everything opening up right now, we'll be able to, you know, safely have another um successful building and cookies event because the first one was just uh so much fun. Like I've never been to a place that just had the vibes that we had in the and i was proud to say that that was my only thing. It was amazing. Utterly and simply amazing and um, I'm happy to put that on again. We have a great location um, we'll be practicing social distancing please wear a mask preferably one from
0: high Tech society I was going to say patients. you better get on making some uh, UV sure. masks that glow in the dark or glow in the neon old yeah. girl mm-hmm
2: Oh, girl,
0: I got ideas
2: okay, and then the, the first one comes straight to you. Oh, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely see if we can get those made. That'd be really awesome, and I would love to send you a for sure.
0: I would appreciate I would. that. Thank you, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, anything else coming up that, or I mean, even stuff that you're kind of planning that doesn't have definitive dates?
2: Um, so we do this. is kind of not high chick related we're just kind of helping do it or you know kind of promoting it with with one of my friends um, his name is No Free Lunches or his brand is No Free Lunches and we're curating a box car race that we wanted to do in September where you build your own go kart and we're racing in Indiana Um, yeah so (laughs) we're trying to get that going I really really want to do that because no one's ever that. Yeah. We're taking it back to like the little rascal thing. Like literally <laughs> straight up um scrap parts. Um and we'll have like some professional people there checking or professional like our people checking things before we go out because you know, hey don't die on my account. Yeah but
0: yeah,
2: yeah that's one of the other things that we have coming up. Um as far as events we're not really planning too far ahead with that because we don't know the future of
0: yeah sure.
2: yeah this COVID shit. Yeah. Um, so I think after Milky Cookies and we see how that goes, we'll, we'll focus more so on, you know, getting our website up and just doing those kind of things because I never know. I never know. Yeah. So in the air and it's, it's hard to maneuver. Thank God we found a way to still be able to, you know, Function after we closed our store due to COVID, and that I that was my baby. I opened it on my birthday. It was my birthday gift to myself, and I really thought I was gonna have a hard time closing it because my biggest thing, because I've never done anything like that, like as far as like responsibility, that was huge for me,
1: and um,
2: it was something that made my mom proud, and that meant everything to me because I've always done shit that's like not the greatest. So when she, you know, when I had that, she was like, that's the shit I paid for for you to go to college. And I'm like, no, I, didn't <laughs> go to college. I ain't dropped out. But yeah, you know, it did something. But I um I I really want you guys to like be a part of our next event. Maybe you and the other lady from the Queen we, we kind of do something live. At yeah, the yeah. cookies event, kind of have like a you know, live thing, and you can go around and maybe give like little interviews to the vendors, or maybe do it beforehand or after or during. You know, I think that would be really really cool for
0: your your platform. Yeah, absolutely. It. I'm I'm 100 on board. Whether she can make it or not, I'm there.
1: <laughs> and uh, oh. did you say you're launching a website?
0: Yeah,
2: so um, I have to find someone to do it for me because as creative as I am, that kind of stuff, like formatting my website is just like, I don't know. It's like gizmos and gadgets to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about gizmos and gadgets. So I'm going to get someone to kind of do the website for me because um, it's so much easier. My, my Instagram DM should not be like, at this point it's okay when we were like in the beginning but now the constant orders and stuff and then it, it's so much to manage and it needs to be done structured done properly so um once i get that up and running it'll take a lot of stress off
1: jack jack um we'll talk about this another time but i think we can help you you know just saying so We'll talk about that. And I just as off awesome, like as interesting as a person you are, we would also love to help you if you're interested in this. You can you need a podcast. <laughs> you've got so, so, I know you've got so many things going on that maybe you don't have time to record, but you need to find time to record because just this interaction <laughs> with you, like it's crazy. And we still have a lot to talk about in your life that, that I think is totally gonna take people by storm. I have one.
2: I had a podcast that I started you with did. my friends called Liddy Vendit. And what Liddy Dinden was, um, my friends and I, we would interview different um, local artists in Chicago. Okay. The stipulation okay. was, we would have we would be invited to their homes, and they would provide the Dinden. So they would have to cook us a meal. And we would <laughs> bring the Liddy. So we came with our liquor, and we brought different weed all the time. And we would go to smoke shops and buy different, like, wraps and blunts and things to try to smoke out of. So it was like, whole, oh, extra. And that was so great and I don't even you know it be, in our last episode I surprised everyone including the guest of the show with the reading Um, it was my first reading it was their first reading we were interviewing someone who did crystals she was like into that kind of stuff so we did a live reading on the podcast and it was the
0: creepiest
2: shit ever because it was <laughs> so spot- and I had never spoken to this guy before and after this they were like what the fuck
0: why am I crying at the interview?
2: Who told you to do this? And I was like, Oh, I got you. You didn't know. <laughs> and so at that moment, um, things for me and my future of high shik- shik- society became like this. Um, and my other, you know, co-hosts, they became enlightened too in their purpose, and it wasn't the podcast. And so they went and you know they served their purpose. One is sure. doing real estate successfully the other is um she's now a mom of two she's got a beautiful son um you know and she's doing that whole thing and then passion society is what i'm doing so but it was the greatest thing and i would love to redo lady it it's just like i kind of feel bad doing it because I not, it's not the girl i started with but it was a great for podcast oh so, yeah you
1: know, yeah well so where can our listeners find you we talked about it earlier i uh i spelt your handle wrong um so you we can find you on instagram right at high chick society like spelled cheek, like cheek with without the cheek. cheek sorry <laughs> i see that's I can, what I, she's I, I,
2: there I was, for that's what she's there for you tell I, them i'm just right.
1: gonna sit back all right yeah yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yes it's um high cheek High chick, look at you, you got me saying it wrong. It's High <laughs> Chic Society, and it's spelled High Chic, C-H-I-C. Um, you can find us on Instagram. We have a page on Facebook. Um, and the Real Miss Cheryl is my comedy prank call page that I highly suggest people check out because I can't I
0: check out. I've G-H-I-C. heard I've heard a couple of the calls, and they have me laughing pretty hard. So... I love it. We're definitely watching him over lunch. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: all right. So let's get deep for a moment. I really want you to get very, like, introspective, inspirational with this one. Um, if you could give any advice to women who are looking to make waves in the cannabis industry, much like you have with High Chick Society, what would it be?
2: Uh, so I have girls come and ask me, you know, oh, how'd you get started with Patrick Society? We're interested in doing this and that and And I can tell that there's a hesitation. There's always like this, I don't want to step on your toes, but I'm interested in doing the same thing. And the first thing I tell them every time is we collab, we never however I can help you. I'm going, to. I won't tell you my exact recipe for how I make my sauce, not yeah. stupid. but I will give you the basics, the basic sauce recipe and however you choose to modify that is on you. But I will never, I like, I hate that there's this like hesitation from the women because the, women are so competitive anyway, you know. Mm-hmm in the workplace and in life we're competitive by nature because we have this like um I think in, my, in the, the, business, the one business book I read in college at that one class I went to I think it was talking about like the glass ceiling syndrome or something like that or whatever it's women just feel like there can only be one why why like I my mentality is a royal court okay there can be more than one thing because it's important. So um, I'm always just do what's instinctive to you. I hate people who start businesses just because they're like, oh, she's making money off of that. I want to make some money too. So not no. Just like I anything that I you do has to come you know from within. It has to you have to have passion behind it. Otherwise, you're just you know you're just selling anything. The businesses that have lasted. You know, long time, I feel like they have passion in them. They're not just like robotically structured, if that makes any sense. So, um, my advice is just do something that you're passionate about and think of yourself as a consumer. What do you want that you don't have? What do you need that you can't go out and buy? And once you answer that, you have a gold mine. You're sitting on gold. Yeah.
0: You're sitting on- yeah, and I, you know, Cole can attest to this. I am guilty of that mentality a lot with having Kiana Queens of every time I see somebody else's Instagram that's doing the same thing where they're teaching people how to make edibles and, um, you know, offering to do private parties and stuff. Every time I see it, I'm like, how close are they to me? Oh, man, they're really going to kick my ass at this. I don't know. I don't know. But um, they're a drag queen
2: by the name of Flame Monroe. And I watched a comedy special with her and she said something that hit me right here. She said, No bitch can do you better than you. I heard that. There's, there's yeah. no person on this earth that can do can of queens the way you do can of queens. It doesn't fucking matter what they do. They can be your exact like replica. They will never be the original. So, um, you know, when I first, start, and I had to learn this, because when I first started, there was a girl, and I blasted her, I blasted her, and then I've got this strong girl following that I'm like, you know, whenever I say attack, they're like, where? And so, <laughs> I, she, but she literally, from, like, my design, and she sent me a message and said, I'm letting you know that I'm, like, copying you to like, but she, she said, she said it in a way, like, like, I really admire what you're doing. And I wanted, to, and I was just like, cause it was like exact, like the same exact designs just drawn with by a different person. So they had their own design aesthetic, but it was the same thing. And I was like, no,
0: no, no, no,
2: never. And so, you know, I blasted her on the internet and I was just like, me. and so you know I blocked them and then you know later on in life I realized that was such a shitty thing to do because like here I am this girl who admires me and it was a genuine admiration for what we were doing and, and she genuinely you know had been following us for so long and started it you know so and it was just like you're in a position to lead so you get mad when people follow that doesn't make sense yeah yeah it's not right, and it goes against our beliefs here and our our morals here of women and in, inclusivity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, that was wrong, and I don't even know her IG now to go. because I would add her again. There's a girl. Shout out, her name is what's her name? Sweet Island, Sweet Island, and she does rolling trades. And I promote the shit out of her stuff. Not because of not because like I have like guilt or like that, but just simply because one, I love what she's doing. And she's another woman in business. And she, it's completely opposite of what I'm doing. But you know, she I can, I've invited her to an event, and we both were there selling roller trays and ashtrays and whatever. But people who come for High Chick Society are gonna buy High Chick Society. It doesn't right. matter right. who's there. If I want High Chick Right. If you want McDonald's fries, are you going to go to Burger King? No. You're going to go to McDonald's because you want McDonald's fries. So it's okay to be in the same room with people, vending in the same room with people who are selling the same stuff. Now, I do also am a believer of setting trends. I don't like to do what everyone's doing, which is why we will no longer be doing our rolling trays and our lighters the way that I do. I hand-make everything. A lot of people make the same kind of rolling trays and from the dollar store. Um, and they use a cricket machine where everything I do is hand cut. I, I literally can I, I my process is so fucking intricate, which is why I can charge what I charge for them. I handmade these. Um, and now we're blessed to be able to outsource so I can get these made with an actual like plastic, which, you know, and actual real rolling trays that have like green printed images and just really elevate the brand. So um I just, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't shy away from other people who are doing what you're doing because that means that you're doing something. so. You know, um, whenever you start seeing though, similarities within yourself and everyone else, that's your time to level up and maybe switch it may around. But you know, don't, don't, you don't ever have to be discouraged because they can't ever be you, ever. <laughs>
0: thanks girl thank you i appreciate that
1: so i'm gonna steal something out of your vernacular uh, can you can you spill the tea on
2: uh <laughs> that <laughs> so... was good girl that was good <laughs> that was good i'm gonna give you a pass you can say hi chick for one more time okay, okay.
1: <laughs> hi chicks aside <laughs> yeah, with the cake, uh, but uh, <laughs> tell us tell us about the, about your pig
0: yeah, I've been seeing it all over your Instagram. I would love to spill the tea on my pig, okay?
2: <laughs> all right. So, and I'm using names, okay? So there was a girl by the name of Robbie. She was Uh-oh. my former roommate, okay? Um, we lived together. I went to go and get this pig that I have been obsessed with for the launch. Grab this pig. We lived with Robbie, she, um, you know, fell in love with the pig. She was just like, ah, this fucking animal, but she fell, in love. she fucking loved house." So, um, during that time, it was, um, I was moving, and I found out later because my lease said that we can have pets, so I didn't think it would be an issue. But when I mentioned what kind of pet, they're like, uh, your lease is only six months, and you have the option to renew. Why don't we wait until the end of six months, and then we can write her into the lease? Okay. Um, you know, my we had just moved in there, and it would have been a while before she could, Callie could come in. So I was just like, you know, I'll sell it to someone that I know, who, who you know has the space for her, and then I can visit whenever I want to. Wouldn't be an issue. My roommate said, why? She's here. She can stay here. She's family. Don't give her away. She can live here until you move, or until you can write her into the lease. Okay, fine. So, I'm visiting her, months go by, you know, um, I got her in March, and I was still living with my roommate in April, towards the latter part of April, so in, like, May, is when I made my, like, actual transition into her. so apartment. Um, so, Juneteenth, I went to treat her, so I thought, because we were ready to bring her back in here, at least starting to, you know kind of end and we were ready to bring her back and she goes and I hadn't spoken to her as often as I had before but I had just recently checked on Callie and what's funny well it was, it was funny then it's not funny now I had sent her a message and I was like hey I haven't you know seen Callie or whatever how she doing she's like oh she's in rehab now she's funny and you know she jokes and makes like Kind of weird jokes like that, so I didn't think anything of it. And I was like, "Oh, for what drug?" And she's like, "Methamphetamine." We laughed it out, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll come check on her soon." How's that. So I went to go and get her. I called her. I'm like, "Hey, I'm on my way to get Callie." Da da da. And she just simply put, "Callie's no longer with me. She's at the animal shelter. They opened that one." What? So I call her. She doesn't answer. And I text her, and I'm like, what did? What do you mean she's there? And she doesn't respond no. back. Then I get blocked. And I'm like, okay. I immediately go to the rescue center, or to the animal patrol, where they apprise me. Um, she's not here. We gave her to a rescue, and the rescue actually told us that she was to stop it out. What? So I have all this paperwork, this that shit, and I'm like, this is my pig. I didn't bring her. So I, I guess with my former roommate did was she gave her up to the police. The police took her to the animal shelter. Um, after a certain amount of days, I guess she decided, shit, I, I don't want to give this pig up. Let me get her pig back. So when she called to get the pig back, they had already given her up. So she couldn't get my pig back, but she had attempted to get her back. So I guess that's like one good thing that she did. She attempted to get her back after Given her away for whatever reason. Now, here's the thing that I will say. This all happened um, recently, and I do know that due to the riots and everything, she was actually, um, she's African-American, and she was attacked by um, a group of Hispanic people, and she was, she had to literally run inside her. They attacked her and chased her inside of her home. So I'm not sure if her giving my pig up has anything to do with that? But I'm assuming not because that's a conversation that I can understand. Um, And then we go from there. But to not say anything makes me think that it was maybe malicious in some type of fashion. So moving forward, um, the animal control would not give me the rescue information. They were like, can't do it. Um, We just... You know, we've had bad problems in the past, bad experiences, so sorry we can't give you that information, but we'll, get, we'll take your number, and if they want to call you, then they will. So I went home, and that later on that day, they called me, and they said, hey, um, the rescue wanted us to let you know. She's adopted out. She's in a good family, and, you know, at this point, you should kind of get over her. Their exact words. Uh, no. So I'm already in a mini pig group. That I joined before I was getting my mini pig. Um, and I let them know what happened. And then something was like, join every fucking mini pig in Chicago. And then I did. I got accepted. The first pig group I got accepted into was the Illinois pig. And I'm just scrolling. And lo and behold, I find my fucking pig. And I was like, what the fuck? I find the shelter. I call the shelter. The shelter tells me there's nothing you can do. She's been adopted out. You didn't want the pig. She was abandoned. I said, I did want my pig. I never abandoned her. My name is not on the form because Robbie's name is actually on the form. My name is not on the form. The name on the form is Robbie whatever. My name is whatever. I don't understand why no one's interested in helping me. And they were like, yeah, no. Sorry. So that's when I started this whole hashtag get Callie back, like getting help because I don't under, like I feel like something like this should be understandable. Like mm-hmm. and on their website it says our main priority is reuniting animals with their family. And I sent them the screenshot and I said, Well I'm the fucking family, reunite me with my animal. I'm not understanding. And luckily we had a, I had a, one of my followers who was like, oh my God, I know someone who works there. I'm going to call her or message her and see if I can get any info. And I was like, oh, is good. And she showed me the message where the girl basically said, she's a liar. It's not her pig. I don't know why she's bashing us. We never stole her pig. She didn't want it. Um, And she said that I tried to breed her. Okay, my pig is spayed. She was spayed when I got her. I have vet papers that prove that. I have a breeder, for, yeah, the the animal farm, who's like, tell them to call me. What do they need from me? I'm here. How can I help? They wouldn't reach out. Anything. So I didn't stop there, but I didn't necessarily know how to proceed, and I didn't want to. Every oh, the the one lady from the place called the girl. I don't know if it was really her pain. Why hasn't she filed a police report? And one, I haven't filed a police report because I thought that this was something completely understandable. With all this evidence that I have, how could you not right. understand this? So I, why I don't need to do that because I don't. My my mission isn't necessarily to stick it to Robbie. I can give a fuck about Robbie. I want my pig. So you know that's number one. And then number two, the climate right now between African Americans and the police and just the whole world right now and the police. There's a a legitimate kind of like fear that I have right now, a rational fear. I just don't I don't ever know. And it's so sad that we live in a climate where I'm afraid to go to my police for help, especially mm-hmm. with something so trivial. But there's a rational fear there. And I just if I don't have to involve the police, I won't. I don't trust them. I don't, there's so much going on right now. I don't want to, I don't trust that. So, I mean, now I'm at the point and I've contacted the police, um, the Bourbon police, where she originally gave her up to, try to get some, um, you know, information or whatever, and to file the actual report. And then yesterday or the day before yesterday, um, I called Wagner Tails, which was the animal control. I called them back and I said, hey, I'm having an issue. The rescue is calling me a liar. They don't believe me. They don't believe my name is on there. And I spoke to a girl. Her name was Veronica from Wagging Tales. She was the first and only person to give me any type of like sympathy and compassion. And She's like, I've heard the story. We've gotten all of the emails and I think this is really messed up and I'm going to give this to my manager because we will call them and let them know at the very least that you didn't abandon her, that you weren't the person who gave her up. And at that point, you know, it can only... that You have to give it back at, at that point, right? Because if you don't, that's just that That is just a lot of basis for me to stand up for a lawsuit. So I'm hoping I've got a lot of the our high chick followers are Bruja, which is witches in, you know, Spanish, and they've done some magic. They've done some prayers for me at the altar. I've had one of the girls, she sent me a video of a double flame candle. It like created another flame and it was a return to me candle for my pig and it was like super bright. And she's like, Your pig's coming. It was huge. She sent me the video and it was two flames. And I was like, Did you but did it come with another She She's like, no. And I was like, fuck. That's awesome. So yeah, that was, it, that was awesome. And I, I wouldn't have believed it if she didn't send me a video. So I, I'm really, really feeling like she's, I mean, I wouldn't go through all this animal that, was my, that I've been. Like, right. I, I'm not stopping. I, I can't. Like, like a child. You couldn't give up for a child.
1: Right. What's the hashtag again?
2: Hashtag bring Cali back with the tag Hashtag bring Cali back. And she is at the um, Wags to Wishes Animal Rescue in Plainfield. Wags to Wishes. They have called me a liar. They don't believe she's my pig. They won't accept, and I sent them paperwork, I sent them vet records, I sent them everything, and even with all of that evidence, I, I don't even the email. I think they were just disregarded. Um, Yeah, that's where we're at. So I'm trying to get my payback.
1: Well, thank you for talking about that.
0: Yeah, good luck. That's thank you. quite a saga. Keep coming back, I feel it. Yeah, maybe between, between that candle and your hands being itchy, you're going to be getting some money back, too,
1: for...
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's oh, so she's coming
1: back though. I feel it too. I feel it too. Yeah, and you know, I, a lot
2: of people are like, you know, <laughs> I had a friend, she's like, Oh, this is her. When do you wanna go? And I'm
0: like, somewhere oh, Yeah. Let the yeah. universe do. I would just think that between the rescue and the family that she's been adopted out to, that they're going to get tired of hearing from you and the rest of the high chick society.
2: But, you know, they told me, and this is what she, the girl said, she's at a home with, they had always been wanting a pig, and they have a kid who had always wanted a pig, and it just seemed like the perfect fit. I said, that was my same situation. Right. I had always wanted a pig, and I have a kid like she's already attached to her and I haven't even told my kid she's in Georgia with her dad right now I'm not telling her like I can't tell her because she'll be devastated sure. literally my my kid doesn't even like dogs like she has a fear even small dogs like my sister has a small dog and even still when she jumps up to the place, she'll kind of get like well with the pig who's like damn near her size she's like I've never seen her that um, hands on with an animal sure. and um sure. Uh, I just can't. But I, I do hope that I get her back and that justice is served in Cali. And I feel I felt so bad like asking for like petitions and stuff in the midst of everything that's going on with, like George Floyd and Rihanna Taylor. Um, hashtag arrest the police. At, um, South Taylor. Yes. Um, yes. I, feel, I felt bad because I'm like I'm looking for help for like Pitt and you know with sucks like this is so this big right now i feel really bad but i'm a big mom yeah it's your baby kind of, yeah i
0: just want my baby back I yep.
2: my
1: baby. well i can't wait to see a picture of you justine and callie in the future <laughs> the High Society, at milking but...
0: cookies
2: <laughs> it's coming i want i hope she's back by milking cookies because she was like i got her one because i i want so I originally wanted a kangaroo, (laughs) but (laughs) my girlfriend was like, me or the kangaroo, because it can't be both, and then my friend was telling me, like, yeah, they're cute, but what happens when they're, like, old enough to, like, punch you in the face, (laughs) and they're like, yeah, I'm not doing hot shit today, (laughs) and I was like, yeah, (laughs) baby, you're right, so then I was on the hunt for, like, one of those little monkeys. And then I saw the price range for those monkeys, and I was like, "Mm, yeah, fuck a monkey. So then (laughs) I wanted a little Billy goat. And then I was like, "Uh, I don't really want to deal with that. They're kind of like, they're really high maintenance. They're just a lot, they're cute, but they're just a lot to deal with. Then I I started looking up miniature pigs, and then I fell in love with mini pigs. And being a first time pig owner, I didn't know what the hell. I was doing, but like, they are so smart. She was potty trained in four days to go and in a corner grass. on a tarp mat. Like, you know, the little fake green grass that they make for dogs. She was potty trained to go on, like, she was so smart. Pigs are so freaking smart. And I could never eat bacon. Not because not, I eat bacon. But I don't eat pork bacon anymore. <laughs> and um, I don't really eat pork because of Cali, but if are like, if you ever got a pig, it would be the greatest decision of your life. They are amazing pets, and they're cuddle bunnies. I was drunk one night, and I'd fallen asleep on the floor, didn't make to the bed, and I was like kind of just stretched out like this, and I woke up, and Callie was just like right on me. And
0: we would oh. like get
2: slept that whole, and I I woke up. Pick fur in my face. Why are you here? But she's like, I love it. And I was like, oh, I love you too. So
0: they're,
2: they're amazing. They are, and they can jump high. And hmm. they can jump high. And shoot. I don't know how since there's like this much space between the top of their legs and their hooks. Yeah. But they can jump. Do <laughs> you know like like a robber running from like police going over a gate type jump like nice. can fucking jump? I wow. don't know how hey. she can.
1: Uh, That's something jump i learned from yeah, right. <laughs> she I didn't know she pigs could jump
2: for a couch like from the back of the couch to the front of the couch because <laughs> she was startled by my vacuum and she. <laughs> and she's <laughs> over you like when they say when pigs fly i know why because it's like they're close oh. to flying <laughs> they're very close to fly. like they can jump
1: you're um, blowing my mind right now <laughs> i literally i mean i know this is how city i'm gonna sound i i had no idea no, city, because if I was country, I would probably know oh, true, that true. pigs could jump, but I did not know that. That you t- t- teach me something. They
2: bark. <laughs> they, they, like, dog bark.
1: Huh. We
2: learned this. So she, she loves, Callie loves to run, and we, the first time we had took her, out, uh, we got her leash trained, because that was hard, to get her leash trained, because pigs, one, they don't like to be in the air. You have to train them from the time that they're young to be picked up. Otherwise, fucking forget about it. Their screams sound like car alarms. If you've never heard a squeal, it will change your perspective of soft noises. You will appreciate them so much more. Because their squeals are loud, like piercing, right? So when we would try to pick her up, she'd do these little screaming things. So we had to manipulate her. Put her on a pillow so that she felt grounded and then they don't like their feet off of solid ground. So we got her leash trained. We were able to get her out. And I have it on video. Took her running and so my girlfriend was like come on Callie and she started running and Callie like started trotting and then she just went full speed and was like running and she barked. She's like Ruff! and she's running. I like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> And they like cardio. They're not lazy, and they don't stink. That is a very terrible, terrible, terrible mistake. Like they do not smell at all, like at all. And they're very clean. They will only go in the corner. They will not eat where they go. They are very, very clean. I highly suggest.
1: Do they like to play with like toys?
2: Yes, they love playing with toys. They like to root, which is when they like put their nose and they just, <laughs> shit in, they just <laughs> <boom> in the <laughs> ground. So it's good to make them a rooting mat, which is like literally just like putting like those you know, these little things. It's so easy to make a rooting mat. But they love toys. And it also too depends on the pig. Because some pigs actually like squeaky toys and stuff other pig, like my pig, I went all out for Callie because I was just that mom. There was nothing in PetSmart she didn't have.
0: <laughs> <Nothing>. <laughs> 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 Sounds there, like our catch. She played with nothing.
2: None of it. She, <laughs> gave she gave zero fucks. But she liked to play with like, prefer to play with humans than to, to play with things. She never played with any of the toys. I've N- never. But I'm not assuming
1: yeah. yeah, I'm dropping off our Instagram live stream because our connection just got bad for a second. Yeah, so. mine turned
2: off too. Instagram's so weird that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's all good, though. Um, so uh, just I want to recap where – Where can we find your, so I want to recap that this is a video podcast and you are super animated. So if you're, if you're listening to the audio, watch the video because it adds a whole other level to this conversation. You are freaking hilarious. And on that note, and
0: the blue hair. Yes, we love the blue hair. (laughs) Yeah, it is
1: amazing. Uh, What is your comedy Instagram again? Uh, The, the prank calls or whatever.
2: So the prank calling you can find at the real Miss Cheryl and that's spelled M S. -S 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 S h e r y l, the real Miss
1: Perfect. And you guys are at High Chic Society <laughs> on Instagram.
2: High Chic Society.
1: Well, oh, but
0: it's spelled
2: Cheryl.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Spelled yeah. For
2: that. On Instagram, yes. If if you if you're spelling it how it's saying saying it how it's spelled.
1: Correct. Sheesh yes the high chick society officially I'm just saying that so that people people are going to know how to fucking spell this thing by the time they, they, are. they are she's
2: going to make sure of it that can of queen right there
1: oh yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> so so, um, I'm glad that I could be the useful idiot on, on showing how to, to spell that um, and I really want to thank you for setting aside time because um, you're a busy busy person so uh, busy. yeah and we'd love nice. to have you back on in the future.
2: I would love to be back on. This is so much fun. And the next time I'm on, maybe I will bring Miss Cheryl and she will give a live prank for you guys. Nice. That would be awesome. <laughs>
1: Our listeners would love that. Uh, I The reason I ask about that is because I feel like comedy and cannabis, they go hand in hand. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And people need to laugh right now.
2: My movie's going to be a comedy, like kind of like a comedy drama kind of thing. But it's definitely going to be entertaining. And, uh, you know, we're going to be doing auditions and stuff. So why not get you uh, in the movie some kind of way? I'm pretty sure I can write that in the script as a writer. (laughs)
1: Hey, I'll, be be a, be a I'll be a plumber. Man. I'll be a plumber. A <laughs> I'll be a plumber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: I would love to. I will literally write you guys into the script. I swear to God. Oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. That'd be amazing.
1: I love it, Jack Jack.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank cool. You. Well, exactly. we look
1: forward to seeing you guys have events again in the future and thanks to returning back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I'll and, make my way up for milk and cookies please do. You have a
2: free ticket on me, a VIP ticket on me.
1: Thank you. Hell yeah. It'll be
2: you
1: a Chillinoi p- right. podcast with Justine and Jack-Jack. Yeah!
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah! We'll go live there. We'll go live there. Definitely um, get some interviews in because we, we'll be vending or having vendors there that we haven't worked with before. Um, one of my friends just started her business, Vend's Delectables, um, and this is of her, like, breakout event with you know her brand, and stuff. so excited for her to promote it. And, um, that's her amazing,
0: awesome! Oh, yeah. All right, well, you enjoy the rest of that backwoods, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, we appreciate it very much. Thank yeah. you, yeah,
2: you guys too, as well. And I appreciate you so much for um being interested enough in me to want to interview me. I appreciate that. I I, I know that we have like a lot of following stuff, but sometimes I don't think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think
0: that
2: I'm
1: cool. And I yeah. want to say that this isn't our platform. It's the people of Illinois' platform. So at any point, if you want to promote what you got going on, like, so let's say, you know, things get back to normal, you know, fingers crossed, and you guys start getting events scheduled reach out to us and we'd be happy to promote that stuff for you.
2: Thank you so much. That is awesome. I really appreciate it. This was fun, guys. It like was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I you guys you. for dinner. We would appreciate that. We'll be there.
1: Absolutely. Din Din with Jack Jack.
2: Din <laughs> Din with Jack Jack. hmm Cool. Oh, well, i have some surprises for you.
1: Nice. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.